Chapter Seventeen of Just Stories: The Kind That Never Grow Old by Winfred Hurst, S.D.S. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. The sweetest story ever told. I really think that Our Lady herself told this story to the evangelist Saint Luke. It is the story eternally true, one that you have often heard. Thanks be to Jesus. But it's the sweetest ever. It's one that we'll love to hear over and over again until we close our tired eyes in the sleep of death. She was just a girl of about fourteen summers, just a Jewish maiden, just that, but, oh, so much more, and her name was Mary. One day, it was over nineteen hundred years ago, she knelt in prayer in a little house in the hidden village of Nazareth in faraway Palestine. She knew that from among maidens of Judea one was to become the mother of the Saviour, the longed-for Messiah. And I'd love to think that she was praying that she might be the maidservant of that favourite daughter, of the Heavenly Father. She knelt in humble prayer in her little room. Suddenly that room was filled with golden light, and looking up she saw a beautiful young man standing there. It was the Archangel Gabriel. He said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Of course Mary was frightened. But the angel quickly calmed her fear, saying, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found grace with God. Behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. And with many other lovely words, St. Gabriel told her that she herself was to be the mother of God. Then she waited for her to give her consent. Now, Mary had promised God always to be a most pure and spotless virgin, always to be like an untouched lily. So she asked the angel how she could be the mother of God, and at the same time like an untouched lily. And when he told her that Jesus was to have our Father in heaven as his only Father, she said that most charming, yes. Behold the handmaid of the Lord, be it done to me according to thy word. Then the angel flew back to heaven with the glad news. Mary was the mother of God. It was nine months later. The Roman emperor Caesar Augustus was taking up a great census. He wanted to see how many people there were in his vast empire. And so, of course, Mary and Joseph had to go to Bethlehem to put down their names as subjects of Caesar. Joseph, you know, was Mary's spouse. God gave Mary to him that he might take good care of her and his hometown was Bethlehem. That is why they had to go down from Nazareth to Bethlehem. It was a long journey, about eighty miles, and you can imagine how tired Mary and Joseph were when they got to Bethlehem. It was getting dark already. They looked around everywhere to find a place to stop, but there was no room for them in the inn. Joseph tried everywhere to get a good place for Mary to stay overnight, because God gave her to him that he might take good care of her, but he could find none. How badly he must have felt! All he could find was a poor stable on the hillside, and even that was not empty. An ox and an ass were in it. Of course, St. Joseph tidied everything up as best he could, and tried to make Our Lady comfortable. But you know how bare and cold it must have been. It was only a stable, you see, just a poor, poor stable. And there, when everything was quiet, at the midnight hour, Mary's baby, her Jesus and ours, came. She was feeling as happy as though she were in heaven, and all of a sudden 
he was in her arms. She wrapped him up snugly in the few little baby clothes she had brought along, and, after clasping him lovingly to her breast for a while, she placed him in his manger cradle. She brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him up in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Oh, what a dear sweet story this is! It was that same night, the first Christmas night. Not far away from Bethlehem, some shepherds were watching their sheep in the fields. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord stood by them, and the brightness of God shone around about them. They were so afraid. You would be, too, wouldn't you, if such a wonderful thing would happen to you? But the angels would not want us to be frightened, neither did they want the shepherds to. The shining angel said, Fear not, behold, I bring you tidings of great joy. And he told them about the great God, who had just come as a little baby, about Jesus the Savior, who had just been born at Bethlehem, of Mary, ever-virgin. He even told them how Mary had wrapped him up and laid him on a little straw in a manger. Then all at once many, many beautiful angels appeared, and all together they sang a wonderful song, like the one you hear at High Mass every Sunday. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men of good will. Then they flew back to heaven again. When they were gone, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go at once to Bethlehem and see this wonderful baby. And they went. And they found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. Oh, how glad they were! How they must have kissed those little hands! Surely they gave him presents, too. On their way back to their flocks, they told everybody about the wonderful things they had heard and seen. That is what you must do now to pay me back for telling again the sweetest story ever told. You must tell everybody about it, and you must look lovingly at the mother, as if to ask, May I? And then gently kiss the baby's hands for me. End of chapter 17